Hello, hello, and welcome to the Intersect Podcast. It's me, Noah Coot, along with my clueless... Clueless? Co-host. Wow. <laughs> it's your idea to start a drunk podcast and you call me clueless on the first go? Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. Um, I was just thinking about that burn I had just before we started recording where I called you a level one tech. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't study engineering in college. I actually like having fun. And it's not my fault that law firms are annoying and you're a dying form of labor. Ah, uh, no, don't worry. It was it was just a friendly, um, well, I don't know. It was like a friendly slap in the back. That doesn't sound very friendly. Um, oh, because remember how back slaps used to be a thing? Like you wind up your arm and you hit someone's back as hard as possible. That's what it was. Yeah, back slaps are pretty bad. I also realized um, I somehow got really good at making them painful. Because you're bony. Anyways, <laughs> like, am I still bony? Yes, though? you That's are. That's the question. You're um, you're, you're skinny as fuck. It. Like you've gotten now instead of look like this uh, bones hanging onto each other, now you're just like. I don't know, bones with some level of padding. <laughs> I'm a cross-country runner. Yeah, no, before it was like bones and sinew. Like, it was it, it was kind of weird. It was skeletal. <laughs> That's... Tell me I look like a freaking zombie or something. <laughs> At yeah. least zombies have flesh. Anyways... How have you been? Uh, good. Starting a new job, looking at apartments, gonna move in with, with friends, and our editor of this podcast. So, you know... Oh, so you're moving, you're moving around uh, again? Yes. Uh, goodbye, Brooklyn. Actually, I might, I don't know where we're going yet, so I might still be in Brooklyn. But goodbye, East Williamsburg. Oh, uh, I want to see like, I just want to hear about you ending up somewhere like Staten Island. Staten Island, gross. What Staten is that? Island. It's not New York City. I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, I I, just... I claim Hoboken and Jersey City as more of New York City than I do Staten Island. Which I'm not a New Yorker. I know so everyone shits shit on Staten Island, so I just want to get on with a trend um, and shitting on them too. <laughs> I mean, what is there to do there? There's no trains that run there. Uh, there's Pete Davidson. Is that's all I oh guess? Oh my god, Pete Davidson and Kanye beef. <laughs> that is golden. I know we talked about that last episode. I will not let anything stand between me and my family. Bruh, she divorced you. <laughs> it's been over. Okay, may have pre-gamed this episode a tad bit. Oh, yeah. So, what do you have just earlier? Just wine. You know, your, your post-work wine? wine. Oh, okay. What, is it at least, like, a good no, bottle? it's Trader Joe's $3 bottle. I mean, I'm a bit conflicted because I have found decent wine at Trader Joe's, but it's more like cooking wine, not really drinking wine. Noah, when you only make... Four times the federal minimum wage. You have to know to be very careful on how you spend money. Yeah, I don't know that. You don't make any money right now. <laughs> True. So I'm just burning through my money. <laughs> but the thing is, I have made enough money in the past because I hate spending my money. Um, that like. Yeah, that's the reason. I actually am not really mm -hmm. in any mm -hmm. issue with that's, money. That's the reason. It's because you're frugal. That's a reason. No other reason. Yes. Nothing else. Do you want to mention uh, what what area of Massachusetts you live in? 
Pretty saying? I just want to say I love somewhere coastal and very, very... Coastal? Um, you, you, know what are, uh, you know what are on the coast? Peaches. He has a, his family has a house there. Not on the beach. Oh no, sorry. It's 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 a it's a five minute <laughs> I mean, walk. Could, I'm sorry. It, yeah, it, it might as well be on the beach. Okay. Yes, but you know what? I worked there this whole summer on the beach, and I got paid more than, I guess, double minimum wage for that. And look at that! I make four times more, and yet for some reason, I have to be a little bit more budget conscious. It's it's almost as if there's a reason. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Sure. Um, yeah, and I am taking advantage of the fact I'm staying at a family home rather than paying for my own place. That's true. That that certainly helps. <laughs> Anyways, how's life been with you beyond, like, you living your cozy um, life, not working or doing anything? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I do work. I just pretend I'm a IT system administrator. I'm like a what? I don't know, they call them sysadmins, like the people who take care of servers and stuff. I'm pretending to be one of those and applying for jobs. And I'm just being picky about what job Do I do. Do you want me to help you? Because I've I, had like two IT jobs in the past like two years. I got I an offer to third. IT job though. I got offered four jobs uh, this week. Do you really want to have my resume? I'll send it to you. I mean, do you want to move to New York? Because all the jobs I got for New York. If it pays enough, maybe. You could, pr- but I think I already told you my minimum amount that I'm Wait, you said for. eighty. I'm sure I can get you ninety. I'm sure I can get you more. <laughs> and I have to worry about New York City rent. <laughs> Although I would not be too far from the Boston area, which wouldn't be bad. Whoa, I'm still looking into not other just, things. Please um, tell me you did not just say like you could commute from Boston to New York City. <laughs> I'm not planning okay, on commuting, but at least I can take like the Acela Express or. Dude, you realize this? I was about to say drive a car, but I don't hours. think it's worth keeping. A the Acela Express is still three and a half hours. You can't commute that. Yeah, not commute. It's still faster than me having to deal with um, what was it already? Oh yeah, driving all the way to upstate New York. Uh, yeah, I guess by like one or two hours. From college. Yeah, uh, I guess the internet over there is fast too. Uh, yeah, okay, you know what, maybe I'll send you a resume, because why not? Um. <laughs> no, um, my, my friends group in New York City were all about resume prepping and making sure you look as good as possible on your resume. Oh, I can do that, that's not an issue. I mean, it's um, an offer. But what's the big thing I've done now? Uh, oh, you know how I talk about all my servers and stuff. I, I recently did a major upgrade. Um, is it understandable in plain English? Uh, sort of. Uh, you do realize I only have a... A, I have a college level reading level, not a uh, not you a will PhD understand, level. and hopefully most users will understand because I can give details on what's going on. But um, I think I talked about how I had a virtualization server which I used to run virtual machines, which is like small simulated computer operating systems that I can run multiple of them on a single computer, physical computer. Um, but basically, I moved that into a new chassis, which is a case where you put your computer that's designed to be a rack mount. And the chassis has the ability to put hot swap drives in it with a backplane, which is like an easy thing where you can slide in and out your hard drive. Mm-hmm. And so I can put eight hard drives. And now I ordered six, no, I ordered eight six terabyte hard drives for my server. So now I'm going to be able to have my own storage system. Amazing. At home. 
which is going to be quite handy. Can we store all the podcast stuff to your server? I mean, you could. It's just limited in bandwidth because it's on my home yeah. network, but it's because I going to work. I think for... the for the lifetime of factional of not factional media. I only hold the data for Intersect. The lifetime of Intersect probably right now is hitting 100 gigs worth of audio. Mhm. Actually, the plan is I am using it as a archive system for backups, photography. Um, it's also gonna, I guess, I can throw in all the recordings or a podcast on there. Um, I'm gonna use it also to experiment with my own like stuff I do at home because I want to be able to host a mail server. So I want a reliable storage system to back up all the emails to. Um, here's also a piece of advice I'm gonna give anyone listening to the podcast. Never look into hosting your own mail server. It is a complete pain in the ass, and it's not no, worth doing. I can safely unless... say, no one on earth. I mean, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people on earth have ever thought about hosting your own email server. <laughs> I can almost okay, guarantee true. that none of our listeners have ever thought about <laughs> starting your own email server. Like, I know some pretty techy well, people. Well, it is a pain in the You're ass, the so only good. person I know who's ever tried it. I mean, I have succeeded. Didn't yes, I, tell you I about remember. That? You sent a test email. We did that a couple podcast episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, cool thing, yeah. yeah. But I basically now have a big store server that I'm working on, so I'm waiting for everything to arrive. Anyways, it's going to be cool, and uh, hopefully you can help streamline a little bit more f- the file system behind our podcast. Yay! Noah, when are you going to launch the blog officially? Uh, well, once I get all the store stuff, when I look into getting the video recordings done, I can do it, because I actually have a file system that I need, but I just need a lot of storage okay. for it. Because I don't want to write articles for a dead blog if I don't have to. <laughs> uh, you don't have to. But once it's live... You might just have to learn how to write in markup now. Oh, yeah. Markup's pretty easy. It's actually probably easier I than mean, whatever WordPress uh, HTML and CSS are markup languages. I already know how to use them, so I can yes. probably use it too. But see, well, actually, no, it's not markup. It's called Markdown, and it's very similar. It's actually even easier <laughs> to use. See, he's having me learn a whole different like design language and programming language just to write articles for his blog. Like, and uh, yeah, other than that, I don't know. I'm just living life. Uh, what else? Oh, I watched a whole Witcher, the two seasons they have on Netflix, and I've realized the Witcher show is pretty awesome. I haven't watched um, Witcher, I've watched Euphoria though. I've not watched Euphoria. Um, oh, but that's yeah, on HBO. Euphoria is all times of levels fucked up. Do you want my HBO Max account? <sighs> I, I think we have the cable subscription through Comcast again, and now that we even have a VPN in my house, we can access it from wherever in the world. No more geo-blocking. talk about having a VPN, Noah. I am going to put AT&T's it this way. Listening. Guys, VPN services to watch content abroad is useless. Host a VPN at your house because they cannot limit your residential IP address from having access to all that data. Uh, sure. <laughs> Um, you know what? I should make a whole article about that on my upcoming blog for technology yes. projects. Post articles, because I feel like I've written one and a half blog posts, and like you've only written one. Yeah. Um, 
Alright, anyways, let's just go on general news because before we get into our big topic, uh, the Olympics were over. I watched maybe four events because... Who got the most medals? Was it uh, Norway? Yeah, I think Norway won the most medals. Not surprised. I was cheering for Norway most of the time. Yeah. Oh wait, your uh, sister's from Norway. Never mind. My sister lives in Norway. She is Norwegian and uh, my parents met in Norway. Oh, I didn't know that. Funnily enough. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so um, there's a little bit of a reason we like Norway I mean, as a country. It's, it's because to the family, it has a little bit of meaning and history. Um, we feel, at least both my parents speak Norwegian, so we feel a little bit connected That's to cool. That. Last time I talked to your parents, we were just looking at baby pictures of you and making fun of you. It was great. <sighs> you know, I'm still mad because I remember that time I was... My parents visited you, or you you met up with my parents for dinner while they're no, in no, NYC no, no. for they, a weekend. They were not. They were visiting me. I was the main target. They they told me they were coming. They told me if I was free, and I said yes. They they invited me out. And then you they they invited you to like a, a fancy <laughs> restaurant. I, I was it Michelin star. It probably had at least two stars on I Michelin. Don't remember or something. I didn't check. It was certainly a Michelin-starred restaurant or something, like a fancy restaurant. And then what you guys did is you're sending me pictures of your delicious restaurant meals from this fancy place in New York City, all while I was stuck studying for a goddamn midterm exam. <laughs> you're still holding a grudge for that? <laughs> well, at least I, you know, it's my reason I can defend myself for giving you so much shit. <laughs> Because your parents like me. I love your parents. Like, they're great. Yeah, I too love my parents. And, yeah. <laughs> As I should, but I yeah, guess. I, but... hope you, I hope you like your parents, Noah, because I really <laughs> fucking like them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, the, the, the banter so, your dad and I have, like, out of this world. It's great. <laughs> Alright, but what was the news we were talking about? Oh, yeah, we are talking about the Olympics. So Norway probably got the most gold uh, I actually look up um, one? Yeah, I, I think that would actually be a good thing to Sorry. check. Sorry, it's just like, the Olympics were so, like, two days ago. And, like, we're at war now. Norway is number one with 16 gold medals. Yeah. Oh, also, also, when, when we're recording this, it's Tuesday. It's February 2nd. Of February twenty second of twenty twenty two, so it's like two 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 two. It's Tuesday, and in thirty two minutes, it's gonna be twenty two twenty two. Oh man, I wish this episode would be twenty two minutes long. That would be really funny, but it's not gonna be. <laughs> well, you know what? Now we gotta go for uh, two hours and twenty two minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our our episode where we only prep one topic, that's when we're going to go two hours. <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah. So, Winter Olympics, Norway number one, Germany number two. That's some good stuff. China's number three, United States number four? Wait, what? Oh, no, but the U.S. had more total medals than China. China does have more gold medals yeah. than the United States. Though I'm actually surprised because 
you know, like during the Summer Olympics, it's always huge. Like the United States going crazy with all the sports. I mean, well, you had a couple disappointing finishes by the by the U.S. and also like winter sports, man. You know, Norway, Sweden, etc. They have that on lock. And if and actually, Russia also does really well in these, but we all know they cheat, so who cares? We don't like the Russians because, well, doping. Hashtag not sorry. Uh, anything else that happened uh, lately? Um, let's see. Um, NBA All-Star Game. But that's if you want to hear about that, listen to the next to the upcoming episode of Off the Screen. Um, there was... Uh, what else happened? The weather's been pretty shitty. The that's not really like all over the place. news to talk about. <laughs> it's been all over the place. <laughs> but uh, Texas has had as... a, had like their whole power system go out because they never actually fixed the issues they had last year. So who, who from cold. Hmm? Uh, wait, but I didn't hear people complain about it as much this oh, time. Oh, because like other stuff happened. Um, but yeah, though the same stuff that also it happened for less amount of time. But the same stuff that happened last year to Texas where they lost all power happened again because when they said they were going to fix it, they passed a winterization bill that affected every energy source of power in Texas except for natural gas and maybe one other thing. But Texas gets most of its energy from natural gas. So... Who could have ever imagined this would happen? Hmm. But yeah. Turns out maybe upgrading our infrastructure after the issue happens could help prevent further issues. Yeah. That's a, that's such a weird logic. Uh let's see. Schools have banned books. I don't know if we talked about this in our earlier episodes. They've banned books and they uh Tennessee banned the teaching of anything that would make people feel bad about their race. Or being uh, a, a being white or American. So it's interesting what version of American history they're going to learn. Like nothing bad race related has ever happened in the United States. Never, ever. As long as you ignore the fact that um, the Arbery killers were found guilty of a hate crime today. The fact that you ignore all the rise of anti-Asian hate. The fact that you ignore that Kim, uh, Kim Potter, the officer who shot a, a man in when she mistook her taser for a gun, is serving two years of jail. As long as you ignore... All of that, as long as you ignore the fact that George Zimmerman lost his defamation lawsuit against Trayvon Martin's um, parents, like, as long as you ignore all of that, and excluding all 150 years of slavery, the whole segregation, Jim Crow laws, redlining, the war on drugs, (laughs) the 1994 crime bill... As long as you ignore all of that, nothing bad has happened in the U.S. because of race. As long as you ignore also, like, the Japanese internment, uh, marijuana legislation, all of that. But that's conjecture. Hmm. You know what I find funny? You know, why do we always say slavery is black people's history? The reality is it's also the history of white people and what they did to black people. (laughs) No, but then it would make white people feel bad, and we don't want them to feel bad. 
At least that's what Tennessee says. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because we all know the best way to ignore an issue is to ignore it. The best way to make an issue not exist is by making it literally not exist. <laughs> what is um that... Oh my god, what's that Avatar episode? There's no There's war no in war in Bossing City. <laughs> yeah. There is no war in Bossing City. <laughs> There is no racism in Tennessee. <laughs> the U.S. has never had a race problem. Again, as long as you ignore all the treatment of Native Americans, the, uh, the Tuskegee experiments, like... <laughs> as long as you ignore all of that, it's fine. We elected Obama to two terms. Racism is over. Except the fact that Tesla is getting sued for racial discrimination. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, Elon Musk is also conspiring with all this racism stuff? I don't know if it's Elon directly, at least his company, Tesla. But Elon is on a whole the, other thing. He 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 call he com he sent out a tweet comparing Justin Trudeau to Hitler, so you know. <laughs> it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Now actually what was I trying to think about? I was trying to, sometimes trying to remember. But again, racism does not exist. We only manufactured it. This is why the first children who went to non-segregated schools are still alive today, and the people who protested them are in, or some of them are in Congress. And you know, it's it's fine. Racism does not exist. It's probably like some lie by the deep state to make us feel bad for. Yes, the deep state that is that is like 90% white is controlling it to make white people feel bad about white people. <laughs> like, yes. it's that level of deepness. Oh, God. But you know what? There's something I want to talk about that might not be all this news in the U.S. and whatnot. What is it? I think it's going to come up in our next okay. section. Do we just want to jump to the next section after this break? Oh, yeah. Let's go right to okay. it. We'll be right back. And we're back. And, hmm, there's this thing going on right now in the news. I'm hearing everything about it. And it's kind of heading back to where I come from, Europe. Not I mean, necessarily the dude, area we've of Europe. Talked about it. A little bit more we've to the east. We've talked about it in the last three episodes. I know, I know. A little bit more to the east. There's this country called Ukraine. And right next to Ukraine, there's this other country you may have heard about. Not 100% sure. Called Russia. It's a little bit small. It's a little bit obscure. Just a little small. Yeah. N rarely gets in the news. You know. Except for that time that they uh, have proven to have somehow, what do you say, affected the outcome of a U.S. election. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think I think already naming that is enough. I don't think I need to name even more. But yes, we've been talking about this the past couple weeks, and Russia has officially wrecked. Okay, uh, let's do a TLDR. Um, so Russia thinks Ukraine shouldn't join the West or NATO or EU or whatever, and Russia is very bitter about it. They're they're like Kanye. And that they don't like the fact that Ukraine, Kim, is seeing other people and it, they're really butthurt about it. So what you're telling me is that Kim is the Eastern Bloc, Kanye is Russia, 
And Pete Davidson is NATO. Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. But yeah. Kanye, Putin, is just mad. It's like, Ukraine, Kim, we had a good thing going to together. Why do you want to be with NATO? Like, Pete, like, what does he have? Like, Kanye is like, we have the artistry. We have the money. We have a total uh, disregard towards human rights and, like, rights in general. Like, why? <laughs> um, and then, like, Ukraine, Kim is like, I just want to do things my own way. I want to be with people who I actually like. I want to be able to make decisions for myself. And Nate... Russia being like, oh, like, you can't stand between me and my former Soviet <laughs> countries. And NATO is and NATO's <laughs> like, yo, I'm just I'm just here to have fun. If you want to join it, like I, I don't I don't care. Hey Russia, do you want to take your pills? Like, come on. It, it, like chill. Like we, we could hear like we're just having fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I I think we explained the crisis. It's all over. Um, but in ser more serious news, uh, Russia. <coughs> sorry, it's it's just a lot to start to. So Russia uh, said that two regions of Ukraine are now independent, and the region of Donetsk and Luhansk. Luhansk. I don't know. I don't speak Russian or Ukrainian, so. That's my best approximation of the language. I'm, I apologize to, to the people of Ukraine. And if these were Russian words, then Putin, please don't kill me. Um, and... Oh, he won't kill you, but the polonium will. Who will? Radioactive compounds will. Oh, joy. I just won't drink anything for the next, <laughs> like, five years. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Um, yeah, Russia amassed 150,000 troops around the Ukrainian border, both in Russia and in Belarus. And now they said that they were going to occupy this territory, like, formally, which, if you weren't catching on, belongs to Ukraine. Um, Ukraine says, we will not let you take any of our territory without fighting. The U.S. and Europe have posted troops around Ukraine, but not in Ukraine, because no way in hell are we going to World War III over Ukraine. Again, I'm really sorry to Ukrainians. Like, we care about you, but not that much. Like, not enough to go, not enough to end the world over it. Um, but we'll, we'll remember the times we had together. <sighs> Um, but yeah, and now the U.S. and Europe are beginning their escalation of, uh, of sanctions against Russia. So first is Germany's suspension of the Nord Stream 2, which is a natural gas pipeline from Russia to Germany, which would alleviate... And it, it's, it's a huge project. It's a multi-billion dollar billion project dollar that dollar Russia has been... Dollars. Multi-billion dollars. Billion. I gave you the exact yeah. number. Eleven yes. billion, and I'm sure there's actually even more money being invested in it on the side because the development of the city that's planned to come along where they're yeah. 
putting the in specific the specific pipeline is like, 11 billion dollars the outside economic effects are beyond my yeah, but it, it's a huge investment for the country to get it all working and now finally germany themselves were even a little bit unsure about backing down on it and now finally that russia has done something they're like okay and i think it was the minister of like economics uh, or some it was a uh, it was a po- political member responsible for taking care of economic uh, development and stuff who decided uh, to stop the project completely or at least put it on hold now till russia does something because now i think most of the eu unanimously agreed on sanctioning russia uh yeah um yeah i don't have the much uh, much details on the eu sanctions specifically outside of Nord stream 2 um to my knowledge most european countries did is they uh sanctioned european leaders i mean not european leaders russian leaders and russian billionaires the u.s mm-hmm. took us uh uh went one step higher and that it banned I think between one or two of Russia's banks from participating in international markets. No, I'm actually also curious is, um, what do you say? Have they looked into also seizing any assets from Russia or anything like that? Or is that for uh, later? It's for later because right now Russia has already taken parts of Ukraine that the Ukrainian government barely had any control over. So it's, you don't want to, so what the U.S. is doing is they, they don't want to put their toughest sanctions out at first because, uh, say you completely, uh, crumple the Russian economy, right? You completely destroy it. And then Russia keeps invading uh, Ukraine. What are you going to do afterwards? How are you going to escalate? They don't, there's no escalation there. So, Yeah. The U.S. is only stopping at, like, one Russian bank and other stuff. And they might escalate sanctions if Russia proceeds to invade more of Ukraine. And I don't know. This is a scary time. We don't talk about nuclear war that often. I don't think nuclear war would happen. No. But maybe no, I'm it's not going to happen. Knock on wood. Um, it's not going to happen. But, like... Uh, there have been nuclear drills in Bel- <coughs> Belarus and Russia, nuclear weapons drills. The fact that American soldiers are getting so close to to Ukraine to protect other NATO allies. The fact that Russia's just started doing this, period. Like, Vladimir Putin literally saw if he did this move, he would get a little bit of extra territory and the complete economic destruction of his country. And he decided to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm actually kind of curious. Um, can you look at the window quickly and look at that UN building and tell me if it's bus- <laughs> if it's bustling right now? Okay. I'm not. I don't, I don't. I live in New York City. I don't live near the UN yet. We don't know about my future apartment because the one we <laughs> the one my friends and I really want to get is really right next to the UN. It'd be dope. Um, Ooh. Okay. Yeah, but. No, there have been lots of meetings in the United Nations. Um, if you look at the at both my personal and the intersex uh, uh, story on Instagram, we share speech given by the Kenyan ambassador saying that the borders that we are stuck with may not have been our choice, and there may have been people yearning, but in a ordered civilized civil uh, world civilization. 
We respect those borders and we do not take take them by force. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. So this is the first time we've seen a country take another country's territory since 2014 when Russia took over Crimea. But before that, it's the first time we've seen any country do that since World War II. But I'm also hearing that now they're looking to also pushing all these sanctions on Belarus, which already was having a bad time, but now they're like, all right, we got to crack down on Belarus too, because weren't they aiding with the transport of Russian yeah, troops? Yeah, no, there's a, like a couple tens of thousands of Russian troops in Belarus right now. I mean, we talked about Belarus a lot. Luvenshenko, the president, dictator of uh, Belarus, literally calls himself the last dictator of Europe. We talked about how the fact that he... He threatened a plane down with violating international law to arrest journalists. We talked about the fact that he imprisoned his political prisoners, the fact that he sent his opposition leader into exile. We talked about, like, do you know how much, how bad it has to be for our podcast to talk about Europe? We are an American-centric uh, podcast. So you have to be truly bad to talk about, uh, for us to have multiple episodes talking about you. And you're not in the U.S. Yeah, we're not all that great at talking about world news, yeah. I would say. But now this we, is, this is, well, it's world news, but it certainly also affects the U.S. to yeah. some extent. Because the U.S. has a heavy involvement in it because it is, uh, NATO is taking major action. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, we Ukraine. talked about the Canadian truckers for, like, a single episode. And they cost $300 million per day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Russia is threatening to put oil the oil, oil markets are in a swing. All these all the stock markets going down, that's all because Russia's invaded Ukraine. Like this is bad. Like not enough wine in the world to make me feel okay about this. Like I know we're not going to start drafting people and go to World War 3, but it's a step on it's a step right under there. We're talking about two major powers going to war with each other. You know what I really want to check right now? Do you think the Doomsday Clock has been updated at all? I don't think so, but we can check. You can check. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, The Russian invasion of of you... Do people still know what the Doomsday Clock is? Um, I can explain it. So the Doomsday Clock is a a, uh, symbolic clock made by... um, Maintained by a world a committee of like scientists and like experts about how close we are to doomsday and the closer you are to midnight the closer you are to doomsday and since the invention of like the atomic bomb we've always been somewhere between five minutes and 30 seconds away from doomsday now we're at 100 seconds to midnight nice as of january 20th 2022 and the main thing is they're talking a lot about climate um when was the last time we were this close 2010 we were six minutes to midnight 2012 five minutes 2015 cuban missile crisis 2017 two and a half minutes you said 100 seconds away so cuban missile crisis probably not too far off when what what year was the cuban missile crisis already specifically 1962 or 63 63 plus 12 minutes to bam let's go let's go Sorry, I, I'm just surprised that I know that. Um, <laughs> no, um, let's be real. This is scary. And whenever you have major uh, 
armies, uh, major countries be in conflict with each other, it escalates the chances of mistakes happening. Because, help, we were talking about a Cuban Missile Crisis. The United States did not know that Cuba had access to nuclear weapons. Like, we did all that shit, the quarantine, everything, and we did not know Cuba had nuclear weapons. And that wasn't even the closest we got to nuclear war of us messing with Cuba. There was a there was a Russian uh, there was a Soviet ship submarine that got hit by uh, landmines. I mean, uh, ocean mines. Noah, help me. Ocean mines is that what it is? Sea mines. The like the mines yeah. in the water. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's an appropriate name for them. You can just call okay. them mines. Anyways. And they were not... Or naval mines. mines. That's okay. a more naval correct mines. term. They were not meant to harm any ship. They were warning mines. And in that ship, that Russia, that Soviet sub lost communications with Russia, with the Soviet Union. And to they were about to enact nukes. But to, uh, but to use nukes, you needed three officers to, to uh, turn the keys and approve the strike. Uh, the military officer was okay with it, and then the, I don't know, naval officer was okay with it. The political officer refused to turn his key. He said that the submarines should rise up to see if it can get communications before launching nukes. And it's that decision that ensured the fact that we are alive, um, through the math between 1963 and now, that we are alive on... February 2nd, the second month of the year of 2022, the day of 22 years. at minus 10, 22, uh, minus 22.22 minutes to be able to talk about this. The fact that Russia has been testing uh, supersonic weapons in, uh, in Belarus, in Kazakhstan, is a worry. No country in the world has the ability to stop supersonic weapons from striking their, their country. Not the United States, not Russia, not China, not France or the UK. The movement of troops near Ukraine. Yes, they are both in affirmation of the United States treaties to NATO, to Lithuania, to uh, Poland. Sorry, I, I, I don't know what, I don't know that many... Eastern European countries off the top of my head, but like Estonia, Lithuania, um, Poland, whichever other ones are part of NATO. It's the United States, uh, uh, they're treaty bound to defend those countries. But the fact that you have more soldiers, American soldiers who are so close to Ukraine, the chances of accidents accelerate a lot. So Putin, can, can we just chill out over vodka? Because <laughs> this is scary. I don't want to do this. Do you think he understands the word chill? Um, I don't know. What's, what, what is it in, in translate? Like, how do you translate it? <laughs> I think the only chilling Putin likes to do is laying back in his couch, drinking from a nice glass cup. With a little bit of aged whiskey and no, he's he Russian. watches his plans for world he's, domination. He's Russian, so it's not, it's oh, yeah, vodka. vodka. Okay, 
He's got a nice fancy glass of vodka that he's just sipping on as he's watching his plans for world domination okay. unfold. Okay, if I'm saying this right from uh, from Google Translate, Kolod, Kolod Putin. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> you want peace, not war. Uh. Dang, I have no idea how to read this. But Mikoti Mira Ane Voini. That's my best attempt of Russian. That's my first and only attempt of Russian. But yeah, um, it's happening. It's all happening. And I don't think there's much we can do as people really to even stop it from happening. You know what's the worst thing is? Russia has to pay. There are consequences to breaking international law and orders. The U.S. has largely escaped those consequences because of its power, but that doesn't mean that when other countries violate international norms and laws and regulations that we should allow them to proceed. Because when you allow countries to break international... The last time we allowed countries to break international norms, treaties, and orders on a major scale in terms of invading countries, that began World War II. But at the same time, some people argue the fact that we punish countries for their transgressions also may have brought in the U.S. to World War II. But, you know, history is weird that way. Mm -hmm. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. This no one wins in a war. Uh, although, have we really been enforcing international law all that much? Or anything more than a slap in the hand and a really bad PR problem? I mean, we crushed Iran's economy... Afghanistan is facing the largest, uh, the largest human humanitarian crisis in global history, like the fastest uh, economic downturn in global history. Um, Iraq pre two thousand three invasion was uh was the, called by the UN because of all the U.S. sanctions and stuff was rendered to a pre uh like a medieval state, like it was brought back to the Middle Ages, so. There are consequences when you break international law. So if you break international law, the consequence is you become an even bigger problem for the UN to then have to take care of sending humanitarian aid. To I mean, the UN was never going to send humanitarian aid to Iraq. It was only because the US invaded and removed Saddam Hussein. You know, over a lie. But I guess mm -hmm. that's too much. Or if you're a big country that has a bunch of money, it's just a slap on the wrist. No, um, British countries get affected. It's powerful countries don't get affected. Okay, that's true. Because, again, who wants to go to war with Russia? The United States may be five times stronger than the Russian army. The Russian, the United States... But nuclear weapons. But when you have nuclear <laughs> weapons, you don't fuck with that. There's a reason... Yeah, I would rather not be, like, vaporized into smithereens because some dude decided to like mess with the country and being like ah, now my whole country's population is gonna have a bit of a problem actually no just my not my whole country the whole world gonna have a problem i'm a very anti-war person but if someone tells me that if we do nothing iran was gonna get nuclear weapons in five years i'm like i guess we might as well invade them now and mind you okay let's be for real that would be the most catastrophic disastrous war the united states has raged in 50 years if we go to war with iran same with north korea 
just because of the capabilities of those countries. But that's how bad nuclear weapons are. That it is a better alternative to sacrifice millions of lives than to allow some of these regimes to have access to nuclear weapons. That's why the U.S. should never have allowed countries like the U.S. and the world, the global community, should never allow the countries such as India, Pakistan, and Israel to have access to nuclear weapons. Because they changed the ballgame. A lot. But yeah. This was a drunk episode, Noah. Why was this so depressing? <laughs> because it's true. It's just like, eh, this is what's going on around the world. And there's nothing I can do about it except complain. Haha. <laughs> or bring awareness. That's also important. That's like the one thing you can actually do. Bring awareness about these issues and tell people about it and make people angry. And then when people are angry, um, shit could change. Or people get angry. Okay, but we need the Russian people to get angry and do something about it. But I'm going to check. Yeah, but you know, I also kind of understand why you're not going to get angry if you live in Russia. Because you don't want to be fucking killed. No. Russia is being actively lied to. The fact is, so if you've heard trips, the reports, there's been reports of like uh, attacks against kindergartens, against Russian nationals. That never happened. Russia's been laying a siege mm -hmm. of, of propaganda in the past couple days to affect them. And just to double check, yeah, we have no listeners in Russia. So, yeah. We have maybe like 30 countries on this list that have listened to us at least once. No one in Russia. Like, this is bad. Because all the Russians are using VPNs. Anyways, let's tell you about our VPN sponsorship. What? No, we don't have one. Um, I wish. Um, but yeah. So, I guess gather your close, uh, t tell your friends and family that you love them. And. Because in two days, you're all gonna get nuclear strikes. Holy <laughs> shit, please help. No. no. I don't, I don't think any US military involvement will happen. But. The fact that we don't have to do... It's going to be proxy involvement. We've been training people yes. in Ukraine, but we don't have any Americans on the ground in yes. Ukraine. What I'm saying is like, when we fought that the, the nuclear weapons and nuclear scare ended in the ninth, when the fall of the Soviet Union, that's not true. We've lived with nuclear weapons. The fact that successive American administrations have decided to develop and increase our nuclear weapons capabilities, including Bush and and Trump, instead of the efforts to reduce nuclear weapons made under Medvedev and Obama, this is why we're in this situation. We need to remove nukes. They're too big, they're too big of a sort of Damocles, a doomsday button for we to be trusted as a species to have them. We've used the power of the universe when we are not ready to wield it. Hmm. Okay, I'm done. This is depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think we should maybe stop with this whole Russia-Ukraine thing and just talk about something else. Do you have anything else to talk about? I mean, also, like, I, I think we should stop in general with everything related to it. Like, Yeah, you know? I think we're done. I think we're done <laughs> this episode. We'll, we'll have, Unless we'll have another drunk episode where it's more of a beat. You know what? The next drunk episode should just be us rambling about whatever we want. <laughs> this is a fun episode. As long as we avoid the existential dread that comes along with 
whatever we okay, want. So not that energy. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Please like and subscribe. Follow us on the gram. Uh, follow us on our personals. And we'd love to talk to you guys. And yeah. Peace out. Y'all have a good one. Um, and uh, yeah, just subscribe. Check out upcoming episodes later on. Share this with your friends if you think they'd be interested in uh, the intersect. And yeah, I hope you all have a good one. And we are done. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, this one's too heavy.